hey, you made it. I know. I just kept thinking and thinking. I'm like, we are not doing this. Yeah. When I saw that you were having problems, I was like, hmm, all right, we're just going to go ahead and restart it. Cause yeah. And you know, what's funny. As soon as you restarted it, it let me in and said it ended. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's not. No, you did the right thing. I was having a problem with her damn mic. Yeah, oh I was not with the mic, but I'm here. Can you hear mic me? Mic check one two one two. Well, I'm using right. the Are you just... the Bluetooth. What? Oh, Bluetooth. Oh. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's the only because I don't know why the mic's not working. It just for some reason won't register. Like it won't connect to this little port, and I don't know why. I don't know if it's broken or something. But I would see if you can send it back for a replacement. Uh, I I can't hear you. Who? Oh, <laughs> so we have Jay and Silent Bob. <laughs> Do you want me to end it? I think she has an idea. Okay. She said, like, hold on. Wait, I got it. Yeah, see, I'm reading it right, I think. You don't have to be psychic to understand her. Right now she's like, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I'm just hoping she can get back one since she, since she exited it. If she can't, I'll go ahead and... Okay. Fuckers. <laughs> like Fuckers. So yes, now I'm using my phone. Sorry. <laughs> well then. <sighs> Y'all couldn't guess you're listening to Lavender Sage and Stardust. Hey there, hi there, ho there. <laughs> hi. <laughs> us and our fucking technical issues and i lit incense and i'm wearing my crystals <laughs> and you seem to have the most problems tonight for whatever reason because you know it just needs to work that way i guess i don't fucking know i don't know either would it be us if we didn't have issues <laughs> nope never <laughs> i feel like this is the comic relief before we get into like the nitty-gritty so true Mm-hmm. We it's just something that we need. I gotta shit my paper. Hold on. You gotta shit your papers. I was... <laughs> what? Shift. <laughs> <laughs> this is what happens when we don't have microphones. <laughs> well, this episode is some ghost stories from y'all. She just became ghost. She's got a sad face. She can't hear us. The irritation levels high. <laughs> but that's all right. We'll get through it. Yes, yes. We're a fun bunch. It's all fun. And I would just like to put out into the universe that, yes, we were talking about ghost stories today. Guys of the other realms and dimensions that like to visit us that is not your cue to show up we are talking about someone else today not you no yes let's keep the evps to a minimum like none 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 is the minimum we should actually Uh, start posting those that'd be pretty cool anyway sorry guys (laughs) i just thought about it we should post some of them (laughs) Uh, so oh what some of our flanks and follies yeah <laughs> oh so, god i don't know can we can we wait until we have a few more people in there we might run them off 
<laughs> don't run away. And don't leave us with the bears. Sorry, that's a really old commercial that lived rent free <laughs> in my head. It's so funny. <laughs> anyway, so I have three short stories. They're like short and sweet and make you think. I'm willing to start if you guys are good with it. Yeah. Go ahead. <clears throat> okay, cool. So I'm going to start with one that happened some time ago. Um, one of my best friends, sorry, neither one of you guys, um, <laughs> was um, grew up with me since like the second grade. And my dad passed away in 2010. And we had gotten together as adults. And as other adults know, that is like rare that you actually get a chance to, you know, visit with an old friend. And he was saying the night we were drinking, we were doing the, the responsible thing. So we were living at my in-laws house and we were chit-chatting about my dad and, you know, just some of the stuff that he knew about him and all the, my dad was a jokester. He liked telling jokes. He was a big dad joke kind of guy. So he was fun. Um, and we're just talking, chatting about him all night. <clears throat> so he stays in our guest bedroom that night and that particular guest bedroom wasn't, it, it was previously lived in, but like nobody stayed in there. Nobody like, there was an alarm clock, but it was unplugged. Like nobody used it. It was, um, we were actually living at my mother-in-law's and my brother-in-law had left. So there was really no reason for that in there. Um, anyway, so there's this unplugged alarm clock. So apparently we have our drinks, we get rowdy, we go to bed. The next morning I wake up and I'm talking to my, my bestie and he's like, Hey, did you plug in that alarm clock last night to screw with me? I'm like, what alarm clock? Cause I don't even really go in that room. Like, I don't even know what you're talking about. He goes, the alarm went off at like three o'clock in the morning. And the first thing I thought about was your dad. And he's like, and I went to unplug it and it was already unplugged. <laughs> and I was just dying because it was a, and there was no battery. We checked it. And I'm like, there's gotta be batteries no batteries. It never went off again. Never messed with anything. I just think it was my dad going, Hey fuckers, I'm still around. Like I'm still here. I hear you talking about me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. I could see that too. He was the type of dad. He'd stick your hand in warm water while you fell asleep first or something. Like he was a yeah. shit. He <laughs> was fun. <laughs> That was a good one. That's funny though. I really like that. Yeah, that was that was funny. And it, and shit like that only happens to my my friend, my one particular friend that's like that. Like it's always these oddities that happen to him. Sometimes I look at him when he tells me stories. I'm like, dude, this could only happen to you. <laughs> Any hooser. Did you want to finish off your stories, or did you want us to rotate? Oh, I can finish off mine. I don't, you know, don't ask me to keep talking. Um, <laughs> um, okay, so the second one's like super duper short. My brother had called me one day and he's like, I had something weird happen. I'm like, okay, what's up? Now, my brother paints houses and he is really, really good at it. He's literally like so skilled that he will tape up your entire kitchen and paint all your cabinets just where they are. Like he doesn't have to take them apart or do any of that. Like 
he's got skills. So he was um, painting this house and this house looked like it, it looked like a castle, but it wasn't big. It wasn't like huge mungus type big, but it was the beautiful stone that you can tell has been there for like at least a hundred years. The wooden door was like just castle. Like it's had like the big, like lumbar plank type looking door that he painted and everything. And he goes, well, I moved this big piece of furniture out of the room. And he's like, and I thought I saw something out of the corner of my eye. And he said, I, I didn't pay much time attention. And he's like, but I looked again and there was a man standing there staring at me. I said, well, what did he do? And it was right where I believe he said it was right where like the big piece of furniture he moved was. Almost like the dude was pissed that he moved it. Like, that doesn't belong there. That's not, like, and, (laughs) yeah, so I said it could be somebody that's, like, either attached to the house that likes that in that particular space, or it could just be the wardrobe thing itself. I can hear you now. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I'm not sure what is going on. But I'd come in and then it'd go away. And then I'd be two of me in there. And I'm like, wait. Is your screen going dark? No. I have okay. a one where it doesn't go dark. That's why I'm like, what is going on? Okay. If it again, we'll just go ahead and restart another podcast. Okay. Then yeah. Some kind of weird thing happening with it. Yeah, I, I noticed her name last time before I throw it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I'm um <laughs> I'm done tonight. <laughs> this is not happening. Yeah, um, that'll that'll do it. That'll piss them off. Moving shit that doesn't need to be moved. Yeah, exactly. And I'm thinking with the age of the house, it was either the piece of furniture, like maybe that piece of furniture has always been there or something. But he was just like, I wasn't really sure what to make of it. He's like, I'm I've never seen a, a full like he saw a full apparition. Hmm. Yeah, which. You know, and my brother is a very skeptical person. So for him to come off and say that, I know it's legit. When did it happen? Um, six months to a year ago. I'm terrible at time. Oh, okay. Six months ago would have made sense. Like a lot, Mm. like a lot, a lot of sense. It might have been more than that because that would have put us around like Thanksgiving or so. So it was probably like. I was thinking more like Samhain. I can't, I can't honestly remember. I just remember him calling me and telling me, and I was just, I was happy that he had the experience because he's so on the fence. Like he wants to believe really bad. And we have like so many conversations. He's on the scientific side and I'm on the, you know, the bibbidi-bobbidi-boo kind of side. And we kind of are, a lot of our ideals clash, like not clash, um, mesh. Because what he says that he knows to be scientifically true, I can literally say, well, I can tell you that without being scientifically appropriate about it. Like, it's the same thing. I mean, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it definitely, like, woke him up a little bit. And I was just kind of glad he had the experience. And when he called me about it, I'm like, that is, yeah, I mean, he didn't do you any harm. So you're fine. (laughs) We be like, next time be like, sir. I'm just moving this real quick. It will go back. <laughs> right. Next time you just got to let them know. Right. <laughs> and the last story that I have comes from my goddaughter. Um, 
her dad passed away um, about a year ago, actually almost exactly a year ago. And the boyfriend that she has now, I believe if I'm, if I, I believe I'm correct in saying he never met her dad, but he saw pictures. I mean, obviously it's recent. That's something she's going to talk about and it's going to be like, you know, so my friend <laughs> drove very fast and taught me at like 15 or 16 that if you do a hundred miles an hour along the highway, people tend to just move, which is kind of true. <laughs> He's always driven like that. He was an excellent driver. So, you know, my goddaughter doesn't get it from anywhere odd. And neither do boys or boyfriends. Like most young kids, they do tend to drive fast. So they're driving along the highway. She's a passenger. And they're just cruising. And next thing you know, this boy starts doing the speed limit. And she notices. That's something that you would notice. She looks over at him and she's like, what happened? Like, why would you slow down? Is there a cop? Like, what am I missing? He's like, no. She's well, what? Like, she's crying. I'm like, what happened? He's like, I went to look in my rearview mirror and I saw your dad. (laughs) (laughs) And he looked really mad. (laughs) Mind you, this my my friend. He was not. He was not like a overprotective dad or anything like that like he knew people were going to be people and kids were going to be kids I know he was fucking with this kid (laughs) there wasn't a mean bone in his body (laughs) when she told me that I about died and I got goosebumps because I just knew it was him I could like hear his laugh when she was telling me the story that's so funny it was great (laughs) you know what and I I can't even be mad at the dad Mm-mm. good job dad <laughs> exactly like I'm still from the grave over your shoulder child <laughs> <laughs> well Lavender you go next before you end up uh, throwing your phone because I saw that you disconnected again yeah okay again. now okay now <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> well um, this one actually comes from a girl in our group her name is Colleen and she shared this story on one of our posts that we had requested more ghost stories so I'm going to go ahead and read it off all right so here's the story it was the night before the night before Christmas so I'm guessing Christmas Christmas Eve Christmas <laughs> Eve Eve Christmas oh, that's right whatever <laughs> a person who I have since walked away from was there and we were wrapping gifts My husband lit the fire in the formal living room, and it was probably 80 to 85 degrees in there. She started talking in a not-so-nice way about her husband's former wife who committed suicide at the house she was now living in. I was upset at how she was talking about this woman who was in so much despair she killed herself. Can you not hear me? Oh, okay. (laughs) No, you're good. I'm just, I'm like doing the shame, shame, shame. Like you don't do that in in her, like it's one thing to talk about the dead. It's a whole nother thing to do that in their live, their old living space. Well, it wasn't in her space. I think it was in her house, not her, the person's house. Oh, okay. I misinterpreted that. I thought like, the new wife was living in the old wife's house. No, no, no. That, that okay, was, okay. That um, was, I was like, whoa. Like, yeah. you're asking for it. <laughs> you're looking for a fight, bro. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, 
She also noticed that she started to feel like she needed a sweater and then noticed that she could see her breath. Um, she says, I asked her to stop talking and look at her breath. Then I ran to get the camera. She started snapping pictures. They were all coming black, up black. This was one of the first digital cameras that came out by Canon, and I really wasn't familiar with it. So I started moving the dial on the top to see if maybe that helped. I was walking to the other side of the house while I was moving the dial. The camera died. She went up and grabbed her camera and nothing but black photos. Fast forward to May. And we sold the house and moved back to New York City. My friend David asked me to bring my camera over to take pictures of the wisteria that's over 100 years old and gorgeous. I remembered the camera had died at the old house, so I plugged it into charge. The next day, I proceeded to delete the photos I had no desire to keep, mostly of her, and I got the got to the pic that I hold on, I lost my place, and got to a pic that had a forward button, and it said record. I touched record, and a video began to play. I had no idea that the camera even took the video, but soon realized when I turned that button on the top of the camera back in December, it started recording. I then realized I captured a woman floating across my family room toward me in the dining room. She's in full Victorian dress and wearing a little black boots. How cool is that? And she did share the video. And if we could find it again, we will share it again. Um, yeah. yeah it also crazy. gives me goosebumps. It was crazy. I know it gives me goosebumps every time I talk about it. But yeah, that was, I actually watched that video probably like 10 times. Like I just kept watching it. Like, oh my God. And then I tried to pause it to see. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I will say if somebody is talking disrespectfully to the dead or about the dead and your ass got haunted i'm sorry you deserve that shit yes so colleen thank you so much for sharing that and sorry oh if God, i yes. butchered the story a little bit because i kept losing my place so i do I, apologize colleen. i could see the font that you have that in and i'm pretty impressed because i put mine on like 20 bitch and um, I still lose my place. Well, I even <laughs> double spaced it. And I'm like, why can't I see this? <laughs> I'm a blind ass bitch over here. I have to. <laughs> and I kept getting like ahead of myself. So I do apologize, Colleen. But thank you so much for sharing. Oh, my God. Yes. Thank you so much. I'm going to I think I did see that video, but I, I think I glanced over it now because I didn't have time to read the story that went with it. Mm. Now that I hear the story, I, I'm going to find that video. I'm finding that video. Yeah, you I have to see it. it. It's crazy. I, I was like, what the? Cool. Holy cow. <laughs> <laughs> and it could have been one of that, that woman's ancestors or something um, that possibly like, oh, talking shit on my friend. Like, <laughs> Take 25. <laughs> <laughs> and quick, go. <laughs> Yeah, you gotta be quick now. <laughs> Apparently, I get for five minutes and it goes, nope. <laughs> Do you oh wanna... my God. Huh? You said you had one more story, right? No, I only had the one. Oh, okay, that's fine. The um, other people I asked have not sent me their stories yet, but they should be sometime. All right, well, we'll just have a backlog for the next episode. Right? Send them in, people. Yes, yes. All right, this first story I have was from Allison. And she says, I have two stories from when I was younger. My cousin and I were riding in a Jeep next to a graveyard when we kept seeing orbs that were following us. And it was super sketchy. It was just short and sweet. Hmm. The other one was when we were walking through an asylum in Maryland. And we thought we saw a person down by an abandoned shed. When we went to go follow them, we thought we saw them walk through the shed. 
While following them, the gate ended up shutting behind us. Thankfully, it wasn't locked, so we were able to get out, but it would have been absolutely treacherous. Hmm. So going back to the first one where they said they were driving by and felt like they were being chased by orbs. Yeah. Um, when I pass a graveyard, usually in my car and I pay particular attention to it, I wish everyone well and that they can find the light and I make sure to say that they cannot follow me, attach to me or come home with me in any way, shape or form. And I don't know why I do it. I just started doing it because I felt it necessary. I like that. That's a good and, idea. Yeah. But it's so funny that you said, and I'm thinking, see, this is, this is why my brain tells me to do things. <laughs> when I was a kid, I always think graveyards were creepy because I used to think I see things in the graveyard, which I probably did see things in the graveyard. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've never had a fear of them. I just don't ever want to be followed home. I wasn't afraid, but I was definitely thought they were very creepy. And I was like, I'm not going to look at the graveyard because I always see things in the graveyard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad nothing did follow you home. Yes. And I'm glad you were not stuck in the asylum. Yeah, ditto. I would have been scaling that bitch. Right? I've been breaking windows, running out. I don't know. I'd figure something out. (laughs) Especially when the door closes behind you. Like, I just imagine like a horror film. Like, (laughs) right? (laughs) That'd be a G-shaped hole in that wall. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. You're like, this is is, is a toy. (laughs) What? Did we lose her again? Did we lose you again? Oh, she's typing, so possibly. Boo. Oh, good god. Tell me where we got. (laughs) Goddamn iPhones. I have one kind of Sorry, that was probably really loud. I have one kind of medium one and then one longer one. All right. Okay. Next one is from Anonymous. My dad's house was built in the 1800s, and I've witnessed on multiple occasions the doors opening and closing on their own. My cousin saw and said she spoke girl ghost. My brother's ex at one point got up in the middle of the night to use the bathroom and said she saw a little girl in the hallway. Upstairs, there was a soldier who carved his name into the house. And we what were the t- fuck was that? Right? <laughs> <laughs> Did you something like tumble and fall? <laughs> no. You Did you hear it? I did. I did hear it. Leave me you didn't hear that? <laughs> no. It wasn't you? Uh-uh. I thought maybe no. like you moved something and it hit the phone or whatever. I I moved a piece of paper. Yeah, that didn't sound like a piece of paper. <laughs> that sounded like you moved a whole book. <laughs> yeah, that that sounded like a a a tower of boxes fell over. No, it it nope. Okay, <laughs> all right. I'll, Anywho, I have to listen for it when we go back through. Yeah, yeah. you'll hear it. <laughs> it was loud. If you don't, I'd be surprised. <laughs> Sorry, back to her story. We were told that the home was part of the Underground Railroad, and there's a room in the basement that is still extremely creepy. I, I think she even said, because I, I was I was getting this information, and I'm pretty sure she said she doesn't even go in that room, any like even as an adult. Hmm. 
that really laid a scar down, didn't it? Yeah, right? The room my mom stayed in when she lived there was said to have been used to hold and display the bodies for funerals. Oh, that's not uncommon, though, especially for the time period. Yeah, exactly. Doesn't make it any less creepy, but... Parlor? I can't even pronounce that word. (laughs) (laughs) Have that fancy word that starts with P. Um... Parlor? (laughs) Parlor. I can't say it with my accent. I think it's my accent. It might be your accent, yeah. So, I don't know if you noticed in the video that I sent y'all. Mike, I was about to get real country. Because <laughs> I went I went to say rice, and I said rice? <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, that's what so happening? funny. Okay. That's so funny, though. <laughs> Oh my god. So that yeah, that was that was her story. <laughs> well that's interesting. Yeah, no, I'm good. I I think her death Kinda... cool. Like I would love to go there and check it out. Yeah, that's definitely something I would like to check out too, because it could be a lot of residual too. I mean, it might not even be like a ghost. It could be um like a, there's a lot of emotions when people come to say goodbye to their loved ones for the last time. And it could just be a swirl of energy that's just built up and, you know, kind of still lingering around. Like I, I always felt funny. Uh, my mom's house wasn't old. It was like over a hundred year old farmhouse. And apparently a doctor had lived there at one point. And he used to actually see patients in our dining room. See, our dining room had pocket doors that would have shut the entire room off, which now makes sense why they would do that. I always thought it's because it was a bigger house and maybe for warmth, they would shut off some of the areas or whatever. But no, he used to conduct exams in there. And I always felt very odd if I was in there by myself. Hmm. Like oppressed or something? Um, not oppressed, more so like almost like anxious, you know, because back then if you saw a doctor, there was something wrong. You didn't go for checkups and shit like that. So it was almost like a little bit of anxiety, but I always chalked it up to that's just your imagination. You're crazy. Like, eh, it's just you. Now, I think you were feeling the energy that was left in the room from the patient. Yeah, probably. More than likely. Sage. Yeah. You sound like you're in a tunnel. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Is this better? Yes. Yep, your mic went out. Son of a bitch. I wonder how long <laughs> it's been out. No, I, it I just, won- it, no, it just, no, it just started. Noticed, yeah. It was green. I don't know what the hell the problem was. We're just having all kinds of issues tonight. All right. Let I me get set worry. up. <laughs> Let me get set up real quick with my phone so I can hold it up because apparently... When I talk, I'm a lot more quieter. Mm. Even though I feel like I have a big mouth, but. Or, you know, I'm just super loud and it, in contrast, makes y'all sound quiet. (laughs) I'll be the first to admit I'm loud as fuck. All right. My last story is from Veronica. And she says, I have always felt open to the paranormal. Oh, I just want to let you guys know for this particular one, I was talking to her like we were face to face and we were chatting um and our kids were like playing and stuff and me and her were just like talking so I was like jotting (laughs) stuff down so this is my words but with her story 
So I'm trying to kind of, yeah, okay. If it, if it works, it works. Just, okay. Hopefully you guys understand. I've always felt open to the paranormal. I grew up in an old home, afraid to be alone and go into certain rooms. I remember a man calling my name in the middle of the night and I would call to my mom to come in and would end up sleeping with the covers over my head. This one time in middle school, I was woken up stereo turned on to max volume at 3 a.m. Rude. Always at 3 a.m. though. Right? It's the easiest time for them to contact. Mm-hmm. That would scare the shit out of me. I had a nice ass stereo as a teenager. Like, I can only imagine the jarring noise. Probably woke the neighbors up too. <laughs> as an adult, I was walking down my stairs and I noticed a man with a burlap sack over his head and tied around his neck. I saw him on two occasions, once in my living room and once in the back hallway. Each time he'd stop and bow his head to acknowledge me. I have never felt scared in his presence. Hmm. I would have felt scared in his presence. I'd have been like, who the fuck do you think you are? (laughs) (laughs) A burlap sack on his head? Yeah. Like over his face? Yeah. Like an execution? Sounds like it. And he bowed. That's a very interesting... That that catches my... Like, I would have to do research to figure out... Yeah. Because bowing isn't a tradition in well, our culture. Like bowing bowing his head. Oh, maybe like in sadness. Not like a full body, like, Asian bow. Well, no. no okay, what she said okay. was bowed, bowed his head to acknowledge me. Oh, sorry. That's still creepy as fuck. I, back long time ago when they first, like, when Halloween years and years ago, that was, like, a common Halloween costume. Like, they would use burlap sacks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but this this definitely feels more like execution. That's so sad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the fact that she didn't feel scared tells me that it was just, like, oh, I feel bad. I wanted to put a trigger warning on this next little story that she gave me. I experienced sleep paralysis or what I thought might have been it. I saw everything in the room along with spirits. I remember a man with long red hair pushing between my thighs. When waking up from this, I could hear people in the room saying she has AIDS. She's going to die. I found out a woman that I was working on at the funeral home had HIV. I believe this was an attachment I was experiencing. Mm. she's a mortician fyi oh Oh, okay yeah wow i can imagine they would follow i mean that they're like with their body so Mm. Hmm. can you imagine having abilities and being a mortician (laughs) no thank you (laughs) i actually that's um i kind of kind of my dream job (laughs) <laughs> not gonna lie. No, uh, yeah, but at the same time, like you'd be followed home, like nobody's business. I think she does. She did say that she tells you cannot follow me. You know, yeah. especially after this. Yeah. So, um, I have one more little thing from her, and it says I've also experienced other things in funeral homes as well, including the feeling of being chased out of a removal run. And even hands choking me as I napped on a sofa. Oh, wow. Well, talk about displaced anger. <laughs> along with your displaced body. Man. 
Yeah, I, I don't I don't think I want to be a mortician. I think I'm okay. <laughs> so everybody knows. <laughs> when I when I found out when I like met her and like was like actually talking to her and like getting to know her, and then I found out as a mortician, I was like, oh, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. I mean, that's assisting people into their their next life and stuff like that. I could see where um you'd be attracted to something like that. Yeah. yeah. And that was something that she did say when, you know, she was talking to me that she felt like she was always somebody that was supposed to help people cross over. That's a very different way of doing it. Like, you know, I love that. I think it's great. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Sorry, guys. He's going to fall off the bed and I'm going to laugh. I'm sorry. (laughs) Your cat? He's on the edge of the bed and he keeps rolling and keeps going. (laughs) <laughs> rolling. I'm like, you were going to slide right off. <laughs> Good thing cats are made of jello. Right? Oh They're liquid. God. Oh my god. Well, I can I can tell a short story, and I'm going to keep these people anonymous just because um, this is something that recently happened to people that are extremely close to me. So, this female person that I know was sleeping on her couch, which was not an unregular occurrence. And she woke up thinking she has really long hair. So she woke up thinking that the hair was um, choking her. And she's like trying to move her hair. You know, you have a dream and you kind of know you're like half dreaming, but you know, and you're trying to, you know, fix it, but she couldn't fix it. So she opens up her eyes and above her is a woman above her couch with a string in her hand with a look on her face that's like, hmm, guess that's not going to get her attention. So she gets up and she like is, she had some sleep paralysis, but gets up, looks in the mirror and there were white marks all across her neck. Hmm. And so then this, the same person has another family member that starts having dreams. And this person is waking them up at 3.51 on the dot every night since they visited each other. Like, female one that was on the couch was visited by female two. And after she, after female two left the house, she calls female one. She's like, I think whatever was in your house followed me home because she keeps waking me up at 3.51 every morning. Hmm. Now, the spirit was indeed identified um, and taken care of and boundaries were set. But I thought that that was an extremely creepy thing because that person wasn't even related to the two. It was a very awkward situation that I, um, I helped to remedy for, for them, but it was creepy nonetheless. It was a very weird situation. And I'm really happy that you were able to fix it. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I can imagine being choked in your sleep is a little uncomfortable. Yeah. Lavender, did we lose you a couple times in that story? Yeah, yeah, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to get in there. My name keeps changing, though. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I can see. <laughs> totally <laughs> acceptable. Fucker. I'm just glad okay. we were able to get through this. <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, I'm oh just my hoping God. that nothing is too horrible and we can go ahead and air it on Friday. 
Yeah, I'm just kidding. Oh my gosh. Oh, well, have you guys ever had um phantom smells? Yeah, I have. Oh, phantom smells. Um, so yeah, I, I, <laughs> um, I can get that every once in a while if I go into certain places, and I'll get like a smell of a hospital. And oh. wherever it was at was an old hospital, or I would like smell old books, and it'll be like an old library. Oh, that's cool. My cousin actually told me a story recently just saying that um, that's actually what made her realize that she believed in the paranormal because our grandfather had died in like 95 or 94. And she was visiting our um, what our great grandmother. And she said that she had walked into their bedroom um, to get something and got like a big whiff of his cologne. And if you knew him, like he had a scent all his own. Mm -hmm. And um, she walked out and she asked my grandmother, like, hey, did you spray Pat's cologne anytime recently? And she's like, oh, hell no. His shit's been gone for months. Like, (laughs) we're very cleanly people. So we do get rid of things quite easily. Like, we don't hold on to material stuff. And that just, like, really threw her through a loop that she literally, she said she, you know how you spray perfume and you walk through it. She said that's exactly how it was. As if somebody had just sprayed it right before she walked in the room. You know, it's crazy that you mentioned that. So Veronica stories, there were some of them that I had just left out. I just gave a, like a good chunk of them because one, I couldn't read my chicken scratch, but that actually reminded me, I didn't write this down in particular, and I hope it's okay to share Veronica, but I was talking to her and she said that every once in a while she would smell in her home apple pie. Huh. Oh, like, nobody's making apple pie or anything like that, but she would just. Like, she would get the smell of it. And she learned that the woman that had lived there previously, she was still alive. But um, her husband had passed. And she was smelling, like, the apple pie that she would bake all the time. Like, she would always be baking apple pies. That's so cute. It was probably him, like, in his own old space reminiscing. Yeah. I thought that was adorable. And I'm like, Yeah. (laughs) Like, well, he's still smelling apple pie in the afterlife. Right. Hanging out at his old house. Yeah, I just had to bring that up. Sorry, because some of my ghost stories, like, I forget. Like, sometimes I pass them off as so normal <laughs> that I forget I have more than I remember. <laughs> no, I, I I hear that. I, I do the same thing. I'm like, some a story will, like, trigger something. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember this one time. And I feel like. I feel bad sometimes for bringing it up because I'm like, I don't feel, I don't want to feel like I'm like trying to one up somebody, but it's like right, right. how my ADHD brain works. It, it, it only can store so much at one time to remember for chunks of things, but like exactly. a little trigger will be like, Oh yeah, I remember that. Exactly. No, I love, I love people like that because it's exciting that we get to share something similar. Some people do take offense to it and I try to dull myself when I can, if someone doesn't appreciate it. Um, But I definitely appreciate people that get excited when they have a similar story. Yeah. Same here. All right. Well, I think I'm tapped out for the moment. (laughs) Lavender, are you good? I'm trying not to move. I'm afraid if I move, it's going to disconnect again. Still is a statue back there. I'm just like, don't move. <laughs> well, thank you guys for um, finding those stories and sharing them with us. Thank you, everyone who shared stories with us. 
Yes, and thank thank you you for dealing with our technical difficulties and all of our giggles. (laughs) Yes, yes. Thank you, guys. You can find us at Facebook and Instagram and Lavender Sage and Stardust or on our email address, Lavender Sage and Stardust at Outlook.com. Yes, ma'am. You got it. Woohoo! All right. Score one for me. Send in those ghost stories, people. Yeah, definitely. Reach out, videos, anything, even a short story. We want it all. And I I just wanna I just wanna put it out there. If you don't have like an actual paranormal story, okay if you're hearing something in the middle of the night and you're like what the fuck is it it's a burglar is it you know a a ghost and you go out there and you find out your cat's being an asshole share it because that's funny as shit it happens (laughs) happens to everyone yeah (laughs) i'm good with cat stories yeah (laughs) share it all we want to hear from you guys thank you so much for joining us today and i hope you enjoyed the mostly ghostly Bye, guys. Adios.